0: Hello, and welcome to Property Mastermind Podcast, episode 132. Should you do a joint venture with a friend or relative? This is going to be a fabulous episode, and happy new year to to you. We are unpacking, first of all, what joint ventures are, equity partners, loan partners. We're going to look at why you might want to use a family member or friend. We look at the benefits of doing that. We look at the negatives. There are some negatives to doing it, and we look at reasons you might want to reflect on or understand a little bit more before you jump into your first joint venture. We've got an opportunity to let you know about something we have coming up around joint ventures, which we let you know during the podcast. So jump on into episode 132. We know you are going to love it and Happy New Year. Hello, and welcome to episode 132, did I say 22? It should be 32, 132, and Happy New Year. Happy New Year, yay. Yes. It's well underway. Yes, we're on episode two now. Heads up, we do record prior this time. Usually we're week by week, but this was recorded prior because Bob and I are technically, we should be on holiday right now, Hope. Yes. Where are we off to? Remember, we're talking about the future. We're talking about (laughs) in a couple of weeks' time. Oh, look, it's pretty good around home at the moment. Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good at the ocean. Hmm. Yeah, okay. So we're not going. I thought we were doing A few something. day trips. Yeah, a few day trips. Yeah. Overnight or somewhere. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, so before we get into should uh, you do a joint venture with a friend or relative and should you? It's a great question. Bob, what's your tip for 2024 coming out Ooh. around January, early January?
1: Well, I'm just thinking what. I might be like around the time that the potty comes out. Probably eating too much, you know, ham, chicken, prawns, salad, cr- little Christmas pudding, maybe. I think.
0: I think you've already eaten that, have you? I saw. I did No,
1: I just wanted to make, make sure you know before the event that everything's right. So mm. you know, I've had to sample a few of these things.
0: I'm just going to move your mic while we're talking, Bob. I yeah. think it's a little bit out of there.
1: So what I recommend is yep. it's some intermittent fasting like just to get back into it. Oh. Don't go on some crazy crash diet.
0: Intermittent fasting is your well, tip. Well, you
1: know all about that. Yeah. You're, you're a nutritionist.
0: Yeah, I am. But so, so they the old intermittent fasting after Christmas. Hmm. Just to get things back on track. Great oh, tip.
1: Yeah, get get the metabolism used to not getting you know pounded all Overloaded, the time where it's, yeah. it's totally processing volume, of gut volumes of food and drinks.
0: Yes, I hear you. That's my tip. Yes. Okay. Fabulous tip.
1: And it's one I'm going to take
0: up are you oh you'll be applying it by but, january 10 i'll
1: oh, be before that i think really yeah probably well, third or fourth i think i'll have to start it does oh, take a while
0: yeah it does take a while <laughs> okay well that's a, that's a really good tip and we do hope everyone's had a fabulous new year and at christmas and mm. are excited for 2024 because crikey we are yeah. i just love the new year if you listen to my other podcast i talk about it a lot Um, mostly because it's a great opportunity for us to reflect. I do reflecting in December, reflect on the year that was and start choosing what I want this year to do, be, or look like. Mm. And I want people doing this podcast, oh, sorry, doing listening to this podcast to do the same thing. I want you to think about, you know, what is it that you do want? And it's still a little bit early, for us to be back on we will do the goal setting session so if you would like to register for that there'll be a link below and just register your interest for that and it's where we take an hour out of your life and we actually spend that time deciding on your future and when you think about it as I always say people spend more time planning a wedding or Christmas lunch than they do their actual life yeah so you're right it's just an opportunity to put you first and i just lead you through it it'll be different to previous years i've got some new strategies and tactics oh, cool. underway to can't make wait. it i can't wait to do it myself <laughs> to make it more uh beneficial for you okay so if you're interested in that there will be a link below but we are talking joint ventures would you do should you do a joint venture with a friend or relative and bob i'm going to throw this straight to you Ooh. Well, let's first of all unpack joint ventures.
1: Yeah, okay, because it's a it's a term that's thrown around pretty loosely. Mm. But just to keep it simple, there's – what we're talking about a joint venture, typically, and it doesn't have to be this way, but more often than not, it's one person who's doing the work, doing the development, managing the development, mm-hmm. and the other person puts in the required amount of money, which we call equity, uh, and, of course, the, the financier puts in most of it. They put in 70 or 80% of all the money you need, but it's that 20 or 30% that you need to put in up front, and that normally would come from the investor or the joint venture partner. Now, that can come in in two ways, this, and I'm just going to refer to them as a joint venture partner for the time being. They can be in the project with you. In other words, they're on the title of the land, you're jointly borrowing the money, and typically the reward at the other end would be where you split the profits in a pre-agreed proportion that's what we often call joint venture with an equity partner the other way an investor can if you like supply that money for the developer is not be part of the project not be part of the loan but be outside of the project but just lend them the money like a like a financier in their own respect so they would lend that money at an interest rate return, not a profit share, typically. And so they're not part of the project. But either way, the commonality is that whether it's a what we call a loan partner or an equity partner, they're supplying capital to the project for the developer to do the project.
0: And Bob, just when we say loan partner, they're often referred to as money partners as well. Yeah, people the, do reflect. The, well, yeah, and it gets confusing because joint venture partners, where you're actually in the deal and on the title, can also be money partners. So it does get confusing for people.
1: Well, people are confused because they because people money, are just
0: generally confused. They Bob. use
1: money partner <laughs> for everything. You know, yeah. And, yeah. So we're quite specific about whether they're an equity partner, which means they're in the deal, equity, profit share. And equity generally in the the financial markets gives you profit share. Loan, typical loan interest rate. And we use those words specifically to differentiate.
0: And it makes it very clear.
1: Well, I hope so.
0: Yeah, well, I'm I'm clear on that. Uh, Mind
1: you, there's a a thousand (laughs) ways of cutting each of those deals as we go.
0: Yes, you actually alluded to something there that we haven't, talked about that into this uh podcast where you said on an agreed profit share and that is something in itself because it's not always 50 50 and it's there are ways of working that out but anyway that's not what this podcast is about. No, no but there are when you said those words i thought oh we didn't actually that could, put that in the notes that could
1: take one or two days to, to <laughs> really rip apart joint ventures capital raising and all
0: that oh, sort of stuff. oh there we go what mm. a great idea Maybe I we think, should. Maybe we should.
1: I think I'll ponder it further.
0: Okay, well, I think it's pondered. <laughs> okay. I think it's been pondered, and we'll we'll uh, we'll link that out a little bit uh, in the podcast today. So keep listening for uh, some exciting news about joint ventures. Anyway, Bob, hmm. why would people want to have a joint venture partner versus doing something on their own? Well, one one reason or alone, yeah, yeah a well, loan partner, well, e- partner e- Either way, partner. let's yeah. just
1: call them joint for, ventures. Let's call them a joint venture partner yep. and not differentiate. So, a, a developer would want to do a joint venture. for One reason is they don't have enough money of their own, mm-hmm. and so they need to get some, and that would would be why they would want to do a joint venture.
0: I've got a second With the reason. other party, what? Sometimes people just want to help somebody out. And, yeah. if they, and they yeah, okay. they do have money mm. and they've got somebody that they know. I mean, it's yep. a win-win. Remember, it's always an opportunity. Yeah. So there is
1: – So help somebody out would probably be somebody they know. Yes, and, for and, sure. And, and probably like. Yes, definitely. And, and, and so, yeah, that's a reason for a joint venture to yeah. help. If you've got a friend who would – even you could have, you could be on the other side of the equation, you have a friend who wants to do a project and you could help out if you've got the money. It's still a joint venture.
0: If you remember, I, I this isn't in the notes actually. Remember, I had a friend not long ago, within the last eight months. You had
1: a friend not long ago. It sounds like you've only had have yeah, only had, got one friend in my gone. entire life.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and oh no, it's, it's probably within the last twelve months. Yeah. And she needed a loan partner for a short amount of time, and mm. because she was a friend, I was like. She didn't – we were just chatting about the opportunity mm, mm. that she had in front of her. We were just on the phone, and she said, oh, I need X. And, and I just went, I'll learn it to you. And she's like, would you? And I said, yeah, of course. And that was just
1: yeah, – uh, Spontaneous. A
0: spontaneous. It was very short term, you know, a month probably, but it was just a friend
1: – Just got her over a hurdle.
0: Yeah, I got her over a hurdle because sometimes things – people can do things. I'm kind mm. of going off track, but we – it's not that people can't, but you know when you've got to juggle money and rob Peter to pay Paul and move this to there and yeah. siphon equity out of this, it just made her life so much easier. She goes, oh, God, that would just be so good if you could do that. Mm. And, yeah, I did. And mm. so that's, a, that's a sort of an example of where hmm. when you've got a good friend like me <laughs> who just said, yeah, of course, I'll do that. Hello. <laughs> Bob. Okay. For those who can't see Bob, just put his hand out to me. Okay, so... Yeah, that's another reason, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's why you
1: would want to do a joint venture.
0: Yes. Mm. So what are the benefits, Bob, of actually doing a joint venture with a friend or family member?
1: Hmm. Because there's obviously two conflicting opinions when you talk to people about doing joint ventures with friends, but why would you? Well, I mean, what I'm thinking is if I'm going to do a joint venture and the joint venture is going to make money... Would I not prefer for that money to go to a friend or a relative as opposed to a stranger? Nothing wrong with strangers, of course, but I mean that could be one reason yeah you know like if this, if you 're going to do a um, i don 't go do a duplex and make four hundred thousand dollars or five hundred thousand dollars and and you 're prepared to go fifty fifty in the profit i mean that 's two hundred and fifty thousand that could go to a friend or relative mm. as opposed to somebody. That, that you don't know or don't know well or whatever. That, that, that could be a reason.
0: Another reason that you would choose a friend or relative is that they already know, like, and trust you. Oh, yeah, big one. So if somebody already knows you, mm. likes you, and trusts you... Well,
1: they're the three ticks that you really want to get. Yeah. And with a stranger, that can take a little bit of time, mm. a little bit of effort, communicate, you know a bit, a bit of time. People rarely know like and trust somebody on on their very first meeting unless they come like really well referred perhaps from Mm. another another friend or relative whom they trust Mm. you know
0: i'm pretty quick as a person to like people Mm. i'm way more what's that word that i'm after just oh yeah they're great i i tend to like people straight away because on the there's a, a model that it's a neuroscience model that's that tells us that when we meet people, we always see people as a foe before a friend and they have to jump a hurdle. But me personally, I like people quite fast. So, yeah, you know, I just like people mostly. There's not often somebody... that can be good or bad. Yeah, of course. I'm not saying either. And the but... other way it can be good or bad. Yeah, That's... exactly. No, it's That's... not not, it's not right or wrong, but no. I do know that about me, whereas that... you're probably more likely to be a bit more cautious around somebody. Like, oh, they're okay until you really trust yeah. that you like them. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that's I'm my, too trusting.
1: That's my personality. <laughs> yeah, exactly. which, which is good that I'm a bit like that, and you're a bit like that, because it's something you know you can lift me sometimes on the and you no, can hold can me keep, back,
0: you know, stop keep, me. Keep, keep your feet on the ground. Yeah, exactly. From floating away, and so th- so that no like and trust thing. No
1: like and trust. That's yeah, big.
0: for friend and relative, it makes it a lot easier to find because. It's easier to approach somebody as well because when you are looking for a joint venture partner, mm. that first initial conversation can be quite challenging, or mm. well, not challenging, a little bit nerve wracking. But if you already know them, it's a lot easier, mm. isn't it?
1: Yeah, and and so if it is a, a friend or relative, uh, they they might see what you're doing and actually even approach you, mm. and they might might see that say you do a project and you know you do well out of it, and their f- friend or a relative they. They, they know that you know. Mm. and they think, oh, would, would you, you know, consider consider me because they already know, like, and trust. You know, like, and trust. Yeah, They've seen a benefit mm. and, and, like, rather than you even ask, sometimes they can ask.
0: Mm. They also understand, you know how you and I just briefly discussed our communication style, really minor mm. piece of it, yep. but they understand your communication style. So if they already know you, there's an understanding of how you are if you're the person who likes to talk a lot, they know you're going to talk a lot. If you're the mm. person who likes to just send an email, like they'll just have an understanding of you. Yeah. And, and maybe if you've been a bit erratic over the past, it might be a little bit, oh, or if they've seen, you know, you could have success in other areas. sometimes you area. make
1: allowances for friends. For n- sure. No one's perfect.
0: Yeah, apart from me and you. Wow. <laughs> to each other, perhaps, <laughs> okay. not to others. No, gosh, no. Um, yeah, so I think that there's that yeah. natural understanding. Yeah. 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 And so, what about Bob? We could probably have a look at the negative reasons mm-hmm. of why you wouldn 't want to do yeah, it like why you, you wouldn 't want to do a joint venture with somebody who is uh, a relative or a friend
1: mm. and we come across this sometimes when we're, when we 're talking to even people in our mentoring program who want to do a joint venture, and we get immediately get into the conversation, well, who do you know? Uh, who's in your circle, you know, before we go outside of the circle.
0: Actually, that just brings me to the point when people come to the workshops, our workshop, they've got the three days with people and there are Mm. uh, an enormous amount of joint ventures that happen from there. Uh, uh, All the seeds get planted and even if they don't happen immediately, they happen soon after. Mm. So when you spend a consolidated amount of time with people, it really is beneficial. So sorry.
1: And remember, it's something like a workshop. Um, these aren't people coming in cold. These no. are people who
0: passionate
1: are passionate about property development. Mm. I mean, they they would have at least bought the course. Some of them are doing the mentoring program. Mm. They understand property development, or, or even if they're like really green and new, they're getting there. And so that's a you know that's a big step immediately that people know property development really passionate really want to do well to just be there. Mm. And then after that, it, it's not a big step to get to know because, as you know, we're pretty social at our workshops. Yeah. And there's there's sort of like...
0: <laughs> pretty social? I think I'd tick that extra social. Well,
1: well, there's six times a day that we get together. It's, mm. you know, before the event, morning tea, lunch, afternoon tea, straight after the event, and in the evening we often, you know, go, go out and have a meal or catch up, so... So there's lots of opportunity of like-minded people to get together and Indeed. so that's a that's a good head start.
0: And they understand property development so hmm. they understand feasibility so they understand due diligence and they they're going into it a bit more informed yeah. as well. So you know they understand what a good deal is someone comes to you and that's we probably didn't put that in if you've got a friend or family member that understands property development it's probably even easier because they know a good thing. Mm. You know, you know mm. a good thing when you've got it.
1: Yeah, yeah. And if it's not, as I said before, if it's not your first project, they've probably seen you being successful. Yes. E- either with other, other investors or mm. by yourself. So, so that's good. But uh, Negatives. Ba- back to that, that negative thing, some people have the attitude like we just discussed, if I'm going to do a project and make money, I- I'd rather a friend or relative to make that money. Yeah. The other side of, of the coin is and, and it's a negative thing, you know. It's a bit like the glass half empty or, or, or whatever. But people say, "Oh, look! If something goes wrong, if the project goes wrong, if it doesn't make it, you know, as, as much money as I thought, or or this happens, or there's problems, I'd I'd rather be dealing with somebody I don't know very well, mm. rather than a close friend or relative that I have a strong relationship with. It's somebody I see socially fairly regularly, or even if it's a relative you see once a year at Christmas." Um, you know, they, they, they their attitude is, what if something goes wrong? Yeah. Well, my attitude is if, if you're really sort of that negative, maybe you shouldn't be doing property development. Mm. I mean, certainly we have to understand that, you know, think, you know things can go a bit sideways sometimes. And, and we talk about, you know, how do you fix that? How do you mitigate against that? You know, that's that's mm. normal. But, but anyway, it, it is an attitude with some people that they just don't want to do with, with somebody close to home.
0: And also... And I know you know of a situation where this has happened, where people got together to do a joint venture, and they were both being working on the deal, but one of them became a bit lazy, oh yeah, and expected the other person to happen. to do more, and they fell out actually as friends, didn't they?
1: Yeah, they did. They they, they were friends for quite a long time. And I think uh, one's a property
0: coach now, <laughs> I think somewhere. I think no, I've seen sure, it somewhere online. Of them around.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, Apparently, uh, but yeah, that that. Well, that, that was a situation where it wasn't where one person manages the project, the other person just puts in the money. They came together as, as friends mm. but it was a bit lopsided because the, the agreement was to split the profit 50-50 but one of them, like jobs were allocated mm. but slowly because one party wasn't really holding, you know, putting up, doing, pulling the weight, the other person had to slowly take over some of their mm. role to the point that one party was doing probably 90% and the other party was doing 10 and And also the party that was doing 90 was the person that was putting in the money because mm. the other person really didn't have it. Uh, so, yeah, that can become very... So that very, was a fallout. It, it can't, well, it eventually well, it because it's was very, very lopsided. Mm. And, I mean, there's ways of discussing that and getting around that.
0: Mm.
1: Uh, but when one person is just, you know, of that mentality and then they sort of... You know, have that nine to five Mm. mentality, and yeah, just eventually those things won't won't
0: last. Also, the other another negative can be if you, especially probably more on the loan partner side of things. Well, maybe not. You might see it from another angle that you could help me unpack with. But if there isn't that connection already, that know, like, and trust connection, you could have a problem with flexibility, as in flexibility when the loan times up and you can't pay it right now. You need now. another three months yeah, yeah, you because need three months. the
1: bill's gone slow and that or something's can happen. Like
0: that happens and we have to go into things with eyes wide open. And if you aren't related or a friend, you could be a bit hard-nosed about it. And
1: yeah, and some people can be. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, that lack of flexibility, you should – I'll step outside and say if you're going to do a joint venture for, with somebody – don't just make the most important thing, I've got to get the money, I've got to get the money. No. Uh, also, you do have to get the money. <laughs> yeah. But think about the person. Like you're going to be in a project for, say, two years with them. Uh, try and understand them a, a, a bit better, like you're saying. Mm-hmm. How would they react if, in the case of, let say, a loan partner, it's a, you know, it's a 15-month loan and at 15 months you've still got, you know, Two and a half months of build building to go, another month of getting titles and settling on, on 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 you know, settling. It could be another four months. You know, how are they gonna what's gonna be their attitude?
0: Mm. The
1: good thing is about a loan partner, they get another four months of interest. But but some people would just like
0: nope, slam to, the brakes on, you yeah. know, just
1: be absolutely pandanic about it.
0: And I hear hear yeah. us both ways. I mean I've been I've had it happen to me and I'm fine with it. As long as you, ex- as long as you, yeah, you're right, Bob. You understand mm. the person.
1: Yeah, and even in like in an equity situation, and yep. I had to talk to somebody a little while ago to, to help them out with that. Is it's an equity situation where the investor has put the capital in? They're in there. They're in the deal. They're on the loan. Mm. They're on the title, and but they're quite the, the person with the money is fairly green to property development, mm. and. And they're also prone to a, a bit of a panic. Mm. Well, from a personality point of view, mm. they, they can quickly sort of get scared and tip into a panic. So. And so with, with property development, I mean, you, we can plan every little step, but, you know, sometimes, you know, you're a bit to the left, you're a bit to the right, yep. You and sometimes you just speed up, sometimes you slow down, sometimes something jumps up that you've got to deal with.
0: It's not brain surgery. it's you
1: know, <laughs> something from counsel, you know, or whatever it is. could be anything.
0: That can't – what I mean is it can't so, be that specific, you know. No, things no you,
1: yes. you've got to ride it out. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a journey and, you, you know, you deal with it. Mm. and And so some – and I've seen it some, per- like at the, at the smallest deviation, they, they, they all start to panic. Yeah. And that puts pressure on that relationship.
0: Yeah.
1: When it gets really tough, you've got to, you know, where you end up, you go back to the joint venture agreement, you go back to what, what's in writing sometimes, which is, mm. you know, a legalistic attitude. Mm. But you know, Great
0: word, Bob. Legalistic. Is that even a word?
1: It, it is now, if it's not previously.
0: <laughs> if, if it wasn't, it well, now Well, apparently you
1: can just make up words down, throw them in a dictionary that don't even mean what they mean.
0: So okay. We'll, I like it. Yeah, legalistic.
1: legalistic sounds good, but and you know that's that can happen. so that that gets back to not just grabbing somebody because they have the money, but trying to understand you know what what are they going to be like? I and mean, if things go a bit slow, what are they going be like? If you know if we have a, some issues with council, they going to fly into a panic or, or are they just going to you know let's solve it? Let's talk to the planner. Let's mm. look at it, this and that. You know, so
0: maybe with some level of knowledge, you um, can do that
1: better with a friend or a relative. Is what for I'm sure. getting to than yeah. somebody you just met. Yep, yep, yep. You know, a month ago.
0: Yes. What about, Bob, a negative side and and we're just going to throw this one out there because we did discuss it and had to have a decision about whether we spoke about it or not and we decided to go down the road that we will. What about when you, the negative side of social media promoting or people doing paid advertising or just people on social media um, offering opportunities to people that People go into. How do I even say that? You're with me. Help me say it. That people go into and they shouldn't.
1: Look, social media has changed the world totally and fabulous. There's a lot of. It's like everything, you know. There's a good side and a not so good side. The good side is it's it's opened up the world, you know, socially, you know, to see what you know friends and relatives are doing and like like you know
0: we're a global community now.
1: 80 years ago, if you're on a holiday, you'd write you'd send somebody a postcard. (laughs) Yeah, tell them what your holiday's like. (laughs) Now they can jump on your Facebook twice a day and have a look at what's going on and what trips you're doing and, you know, what a great restaurant. So, so, yeah, there's a lot of good things about social media. The other side of it is, though, is that it it, it creates a five-minute expert. Yeah. You know, it's all around perception. You can make anything look anything you want it to be through social media, through Marketing through tricky marketing, and and that's the negative side. And now with AI, even it's probably even worse. Even even more so, and and so people with far less experience than they should have can look experienced. Mm. Uh, Deals that mightn't be good deals can be thrown up by by these people, and and then on the other side, you know, you also have to blame investors sometimes. That they get mesmerized by an interest rate return or, by, or, or something, they never really that, look behind the curtain.
0: They get mesmerized by social media. Yeah. Oh, wow, that person posts a lot, they must know what they're doing. Or, oh, yeah. But what if, you know, we actually, we, you emailed somebody very professionally, didn't send a message, didn't send a text, and just said to somebody who has a very big platform on social media, mm. uh, a p- property page, and said, hey, this person here is is actually going under and and you are they're posting on your page and you probably might want to stop it happening. Yeah. And she didn't.
1: I never said at the time they were going under, what although were your words? they since have. Yeah. It's a very dangerous situation. There's this person taking a huge profile. They're very inexp I know the person. Yeah, they're very broken. inexperienced. Yeah. They're very gung-ho. They're Risky. I, I, highly risky because I know of some projects. And I said, you should, for this, you know, for the benefit of your database, tame the whole thing down a bit. Mm. I didn't, didn't say they should ban the person, but it needs to be t- tamed down.
0: Mm. Of
1: course, the other side of the coin is people get mesmerised by that sort of stuff.
0: But she didn't do anything. She did nothing. And since then, it's, this person has gone under and has And, and at, so at least 100
1: people have been dragged down.
0: Yeah. And it's just your average person. It's not like it's some big label name. Um, and it was it's just that's sad, isn't it?
1: Yeah, so you've got to be careful.
0: Of, of how shiny somebody makes themselves look. And that's the thing.
1: Yeah, you it's you can't it's believe media. What, you
0: can't believe what people say.
1: You can't believe Instagram. Somebody puts up a photo of themselves that looks lovely, but that is a result of an enormous amount of makeup and choosing one out of two hundred photos, like like that's fine, that's
0: great. Hmm. But Do you know, a non-property, <laughs> a non-property development thing. I listened. I don't know if any of you listen to the. I listened to a scientist podcast because it's all on peer review studies, and it interests me. Human behavior interests me, and that sort of thing interests me. And he's pretty poo-hoo about. He picks Instagram as his favorite, hmm. not to like, um, oh, yeah. but he was talking about how it's really trendy now, now for young people to put those sleep things in babies' bedrooms that makes the white noise and he got a sleep specialist a doctor who has worked in that field his entire life who said he would never put that in his children's room because mm. it makes the it actually does brain damage long term and will affect learning and he said I would never had them but what I'm getting at with that is that Social media has point makes it out like, oh, this is the thing you should do because it's showing up. The latest thing, everyone's using it, and they're actually dangerous.
1: And there's no science base behind there. Someone
0: just got a great marketing plan.
1: Yeah, exactly. And and, throw the marketing behind it. Like we see that, we that in the property world.
0: Yeah. So that's yeah, that's the same thing. It's very easy to make something look great if you put the right colors behind it and say the right things, but it's not necessarily Mm. good. And and really, this is just this negative conversation we're having is just to make people go into stuff eyes wide open yep. don't be naive
1: no exactly and that's that's why we wrote the ebook hmm. uh, on armchair developer strategies written from an investor's point of view of what all the things you should be looking out for before you invest in a property development
0: we've gone one step further Bob. we hmm. now have a, a a short video on that's it right. which will be available soon that maybe even in the show notes here have a check and i should know hmm. that but because the person who does the show notes isn't quite here yet. Never mind. It's early in the <laughs> early morning mo- where we are.
1: Early morning podcast.
0: Yeah, and you're right, Bob. We just need to be, just be aware. And we're not trying to be scaremongers, but we no. do want people to just be careful. It's money. We work blooming hard for our money. Mm-hmm, well, I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Okay, Bob. So would you <laughs> – have you done a joint venture with a friend or family? Both. Same.
1: Not lots, but my, my second project I ever did – was with a friend. It was my sister's boyfriend at the time, Keith. He was an earth mover.
0: Did they become? Did they get married or not?
1: No. no. Okay, no. so just a
0: friend, not a brother-in-law. No, well, sort of a brother-in-law. They're, they're they're
1: boyfriend, girlfriend. This is my older sister at the time. Um,
0: at the time, so she's not your older sister now. <laughs> <laughs> she's always your older she's sister. She's turned into my youngest sister. Oh, no, okay. no, no,
1: no. Um, and and yeah, but anyway, that that sort of doesn't matter. I was quite good friends with Keith because he's my sister's boyfriend. We got to, to know each other pretty well. He was older than me. Uh, you know, he's a guy who had his own earth-moving business. And so the second project I ever did was with Keith, and Keith was uh, the equity partner mm-hmm. on that project. And so, yeah, I did that. It was only a small project at the time, my second one. The reason he came into it is I'd previously done a project just before that, and I came out of it quite well. That was, also, that was what we call a uh, vendor finance deal, which is another creative strategy where I, I did a four-lot subdivision without putting any money in. Keith saw that and he said, wow, that's pretty good, the money you made out of that. He said, I've got some money put aside. Can we do a project together? And we did. But in terms of relatives, I I suppose you don't get much, I mean, other than your partner because you you often do projects together anyway, but beyond that, like as your kids. Mm. And and so, you know, I'm thinking of a four-townhouse project I did with my son, Luke, and that was good. That was, well, with that one, I was actually the equity partner and he did the work, hmm. which is a bit different. He had his own money. Actually, I should have made him put it in. He could have been my equity partner, really. But but we just did it that way. We said, let's do a project together, hmm. make some money, be good for you to make some money. And so, um, when well, he was making money anyway. And that's what we did. I put, I put the money in and we both went on the title. We both went on the loan. Hmm. We did four townhouses. We sold them and we went 50-50 in the profits at the other end. Hmm. And that was good.
0: Oh, you, you said something then. Oh, just going back to your sister's boyfriend, he approached you. Mm. And that's part of that no like, and trust because you're having yeah. conversations around the family of oh, this has happened and you know, I'm excited. Mm. Uh, and so that's...
1: So it's a combination of already no like, and
0: yeah, trusted me. yeah. And, and, a, a, and,
1: and a little touch of greed.
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah.
1: Bob's just made all that money out of that project.
0: <laughs> well, maybe that's opportunity. Maybe opportunity, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, opportunity, so an oppo- he's Sorry, an opportunist. Keith.
1: Sorry, Keith, if you're listening. was not greed. <laughs> it
0: was opportunity. He jumped, he
1: jumped on an opportunity. Yeah, exactly. And he said, well, let's do that.
0: And then I've done the same with, uh, well, I just said before about a friend, and I've, I've actually being an investor, where I've become a friend, you know, because you get to know them well enough, and <laughs> yeah, I've sort of jumped in a few, and then I've had my son uh, done joint ventures with him, but they were around renovations. And believe it or not, mm-hmm. the second time he was the equity partner because uh, uh, he was sorry, he was the loan partner. Oh yeah, because I got him to use the profit from the first one that we did together yeah. to do the second one,
1: uh-huh.
0: and so that was it rolled out. It rolled out like that, but okay. yeah, that was kind of pretty cool.
1: So, so with your kids, so it's good. You know, you can these days. A lot of parents worry about their their kids not being able to get into the property market when they're mm. older. Yeah, and you know, in terms of affordability, you know, mm. the, pro- the way prices of property goes up, and the question is, well, how long does it take your kids to save up a deposit? And we've got the first home owner's again those sorts of things, which helps, of course, but property is not cheap, and. You, as, as a developer, if you learn how to be a developer, you can joint venture your children into a project where they could get a project out at absolute raw cost mm. and use that profit as their deposit, an, an instant $100,000 deposit,
0: mm. which
1: is really the profit used mm. as a deposit when you keep the, pro- keep the townhouse or whatever it is at the end. So parents can easily set up their children for life by joint venturing with them whereby they hold some product. You have to be structured properly to do it, but that's okay. You, you can get advice on that.
0: But that can change everything. I, I, think that, I think the tip here is you need to go and knock on mum and dad's door. <laughs> There's a tip for you. could be.
1: Or well, mum and dad need to knock on their door. So, but it is, it is something. Because some parents, when they want to help kids out like that, is and banks don't really like it anymore, but they used to go guarantors on their child's loan for a start, mm-hmm. and that, that just ruins them from borrowing money and doing stuff themselves. Yeah not not really a thing banks like doing anymore. But the other thing is they take, you know, a hundred thousand out of their super to give it to the to, to the child to put down as a deposit to buy, which is, you know, a lovely thing for a parent to do. But there goes a hundred grand of your super that you can't do anything
0: with
1: mm. that might affect your lifestyle. Particularly if you've got three kids and you pulled out three hundred. Mm. Whereas in a development, uh, if you develop, say, six hundred thousand dollar townhouse, it only costs you five hundred. They can that hundred thousand dollars profit from that one townhouse that could be in in that child's name uh, is is their deposit. Mm. They don't have to, and, and you know you can even claim the first time owner scheme on that. There's ways around that, so it's all about it's all about getting the thing set structurally right at, at, at first because there's a few there's a few tax things to get around, but can be got around. Mm. And so, simply joint venture with kids set them up for life.
0: So there we go. We're both saying should you do a joint venture with a friend or relative? Both of us agree. Why not? And we have. And we have. So if it's something you're thinking about, well, and you want some education, you know where to go: propertymastermind.com. But we, now we can tell you about our exciting we our exciting we workshop we got coming up this year. We're doing a joint venture workshop.
1: Yes. We haven't
0: done one before.
1: We haven't. We've made, we've made it part of our course. Mm-hmm. We obviously go into it even more detail with people in our mentoring program to help them get set up in joint ventures. We mm-hmm. do that. But haven't run strictly a course. Workshop. A proper workshop on that subject. And it's one that everybody wants to know.
0: So and we will be doing this and we're thinking Sydney.
1: We're thinking Sydney. We're thinking May. We're
0: thinking May in Sydney. So if you would like to register your interest for that, there'll be a link to- below for you to register. And it. <laughs> We're thinking it will probably sell out because we, it will be worth coming to. We'll, we're thinking people that have money would want to come and people that want to to learn more about it and meet investors would like yeah. to come. And I'll have my gun team there,
1: uh, which is a level and 10 levels above most other people's gun team. And I'll be there. I've done well over $300 million worth of projects myself in JVs, cap raisings and all that sort of stuff. So,
0: And I'm part of the queen on how to talk to the people.
1: And you are. <laughs> yeah. You're the expert on that. So you'll be talking about the whole psychology side of it, Yeah, building relationships, yep. all that. I'll, I'll go in and, and talk about what I know, which could take a while, uh, with lots of examples. And we'll have some experts, some of our own experts there as well, Structural, legal, financial.
0: And policy. not just that. I think it's going to be, I know it'll be a great opportunity for people. So if you uh, are keen for that, do register your interest and you'll be amongst the first that get the opportunity to. Uh, we'll we'll, we'll know put about out it.
1: more detail, pricing, and all that. It's just a matter of are you interested in attending it?
0: Mm-hmm. In Sydney.
1: In Sydney, probably around May. Uh, mm. If that subject really resonates with you, and you can see how, how advantageous it can be,
0: and it won't be the wealth. end of, won't be the end of May because I was just telling some mentoring students yesterday, and they said, "Oh, don't make it the end of May." I was like, "Okay, it won't <laughs> be the end of May, so it'll be closer yeah, to yeah. earlier." But just than if,
1: if you would be interested in attending that Sub, subject to you know further further information, obviously, yes,
0: for sure. So Bob, mm-hmm. uh, let's wind up. There's a few links below on this one, haven't I? I've mentioned that a few times, mm. I have to remember what they are. So I tell the people that need we'll to, put have them to listen there. to our own podcast again. <laughs> Sometimes I do listen at double speed. <laughs> yes. Hey, Kyle. He listens at double speed. He does. I think if it went faster, he'd even listen faster. He's a faster. speed listener. He is. A you speed. talk about
1: speed readers. he's a speed listener. Speed, speed. You, you, I've seen you run three speed.
0: No, there like no three speed. Monk. No, I do. I do listen to some things at two speed. If, especially if I'm doing a check on something and I've already heard it before, Bob, it mm. just seems me crazy when I've got to listen to you or myself. If talk. you've got to listen oh to me, oh my god, that would be something to you. Oh my god. You're, Oh, stop it. All right, on that note, that cheeky note, that is the end of episode 132, and we'll catch you real soon. Bye. Bye.